You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is After Buzz TV's Defiance After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Defiance After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Defiance After Show. Uh, I am Matt Lieberman, and joining me, as always, are the fabulous and wonderful Scott Moore. What's up, everyone? And the intelligent, the talented, the rakishly good-looking Mr. Nando Velasquez. Just looking around. Yeah. Yeah. Were you you looking for another Nando Velasquez? I was looking for another Nando Velasquez in his room. Yes. Uh, This is the season finale. Everything Mm -hmm. is broken. It's our last episode of Defiance. Yeah. For the year, and I'm like, I'm stunned because I, I, I know it feels Sad like face. just just 12 weeks ago, the three of us were, or well, just Scott and I at first, but it's it's Brought been together. such a short season. It's already gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, new show, new possibilities. I know. Lots of stuff happened this week yeah. after a really really strong episode last week. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of a lot of movement on the Colavon mm-hmm. front. Uh, which which wound up being keys to uh, to a Votan ship. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into that. Mm. Uh, a lot of deaths, a lot of yes. potential deaths. We don't know, and a a bold new direction for the second season, mm-hmm. which appears to be in play. Uh, so I, I would like to to start at the top. Just let's go right in with Nolan and Arissa uh, at the top of the episode. Nolan and Tommy. Are uh, are looking for Arissa after she escaped last mm-hmm. week, uh, trying to catch uh, her younger self, which who actually turned out to be Urzu herself. What yeah. gods are real, guys? Yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah, mind explosion in here. I thought it might be a ghost Luke situation. Yeah, I did too last week, but I was appara- not expecting that. apparently it's a real thing. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a real. Uh, Ur- it's a real god. Yeah, Urzu's real, which makes me wonder how many. Of the how many of the Votan gods are in fact real? A and B, the cult that implanted the silver knot in Arissa believed in in a wholly different god mm-hmm. that was a multi-Votan god. So how if 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 the 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 devouring mother, the destroyer, is the weapon of Urzu? How did it get co-opted by this this other faction, this cult? That's like that's a lingering question it I is. have. Well, it's definitely a question that mm-hmm. may get answered next, next season. Next season, <laughs> next season. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it dangling out there until yeah. next year. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we we Nolan and Tommy find Arissa with Rin, who was real. Yes. in fact, another one where I thought that seemed very random. Yeah, she was real either. But the real Rin, uh, and they're hovering over Sukar's still comatose body, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know. Apparently, Nolan just knows everything that's going on. He and Dr. Mm. U- Doc Ewell had, like, a nice big, you know, uh, exposition chat before he went to go find his daughter. 
uh, in between this episode and the last episode. So he knows about uh, the the ship underneath underneath Defiance yep. that has yep. this great weapon. Rotan ship. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the name? It was with, with a K. Uh, the, Kaz- the Kazari. The Kazari. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The Kazari. A special uh, ship that was sent here 3,000 years, years ago. Wow, that was kind of impressive to think about that long ago. Well, okay. This show takes place, what, in 3043? Uh, in 2046. 2046, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Okay, 2046. <laughs> that works a lot better. Yeah, I was going to say. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. But, like, here's the thing. So, if it was 3,000 years ago, that means it was it was what, B.C.? It was... It was, it was a thousand forty six yeah, or something or like that. Something like <laughs> that. Before that. it was before Christ. It was yeah. BC. BC. That's what we're saying. A thousand something. Right. So I'm just trying to think what big events happened. You know, maybe a thousand years before the death of Christ. Um, that might North that America though there was maybe. yeah there was, no no the dinosaurs <laughs> oh, no. Were, no but there was nothing in North America because it hadn't really as far as we you know we we hadn't there was no North America wasn't really known at that I point know, in time so but like the the dinosaurs were like millions of years oh, ago yes. unless of course this show takes on a Christian philosophy that evolution isn't real and that everything <laughs> that happened in the Bible only happened a few thousand years ago. Mm. That's an entirely I think, yeah, I think that's different other story right it's there. An entirely <laughs> different story. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, but uh, it's it, it's interesting. We've got, we've got them there, and you know, Sukar is he alive? Is he not? A, I don't. I, I was he a vision or was he suddenly awake at the end when he kind of looked like a samurai warrior without his without <laughs> his traditional top hat? I'm thinking maybe he was awake after she got the power there. Maybe yeah. We still don't know the nature of these powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it's mostly visions attacking people with the knots she now no longer has because mm-hmm. she dumped the knots into the Kaziri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I, I feel like this whole episode is going to be speculation. So it I'm is. just, just going to throw... <laughs> I'm just going to keep throwing stuff out there. Yeah. Okay? So uh, Nolan is tragically, fatally wounded... In the shootout, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, when he goes to try to rescue against Black Jonah, Arissa against Black, Black Jonah, Jonah, who's just a Jonah weird Keller. guy. Yeah, he's a weird he's guy. He's very weird. Like, I, he's not quite playing. He's not quite playing it as like you know offhandedly menacing yeah. or like you know like I'm above I am above caring menacing. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of strange. Yeah, and he gets away. So we'll see him again. Yeah, that's what you know saying. what it We're is? He's too to young. Now. He's too young. Yeah, he looks too young to be this. Expert interrogator for some reason. Yeah, that's right. He was the expert interrogator. Yeah, yeah. He delivered that like opening monologue yeah. so matter of factly. I'm the expert interrogator, <laughs> and I don't look a day over twenty five. To you know, it's just yeah. I just felt like next to everyone else with authority seems to be a lot older than him, and then yeah. this young guy's like, yeah, I like to torture people. I'm an expert. <laughs> well, not not anymore now that Colonel Marsh is dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, when when Arissa. Use she she says Nolan and she has a whole thought of flashback of every time mm-hmm. that she and her father have ever hugged, and <laughs> then she jumps into the machine and her chain reaction happens, mm. and then Nolan comes back to life. Well, that now, whole tra- that whole thing too with with uh, with Urzu there, yeah, you know, it was like she basically said, "I need you to be my weapon." Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you ne- yeah, you need to be my weapon. She has, uh, needs to give up everything by becoming mm-hmm. her weapon. By becoming her weapon, yes. and she has to make a choice. I will show you the first step, but the second will mm-hmm. be will be your own. Your and, own. and it's been alluded to that this is something that will kill every Votan or every human, mm-hmm. right? Now, 
when she revived Nolan, what I'm wondering is, is that her choosing humanity over Votan's? And since it brought him back to life, now I'm wondering, since we had other human deaths in this mm-hmm. episode, I wonder if they all came back to life. And we haven't seen it yet. So, like, for example, Kenya, who, who touched the poison <laughs> bottle, the bottle with the... The t- bottle of poison on the, uh, the outside of the bottle. The, so the, sad. The bottle with touch poison on it. Okay. Uh, touch poison. Touch poison. I like that. Poison. I like that. Yeah. Touch poison. <laughs> no, that's like my favorite thing now. Of just like if, if anyone just mysteriously dies yeah. in any scene, just could be like, the poison was in the walls. <laughs> the poison, poison was with, in the music. The mm. poison was in my gaze. Um, but uh, I'm wondering if, if she's alive and Colonel Marsh is alive and all those soldiers are alive. Yeah. And like... Any human who's ever done wrong at Defiance, including potentially, like, Kenya's ex-husband, uh, are all suddenly alive again. I, I know that that's, like, a huge, yeah, that is, huge stretch. stretch. It is. I, it's a huge stretch. It is. But we, like, a lot of crazy stuff happened But you're week. right. This is, I mean, it, it's a huge stretch on one hand. But on the other hand, we're talking about... We're talking about Defiance. Defiance here, so anything's really possible. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think, Nando? <laughs> I... Think that I think that Nolan would be the only one affected by this whole thing. I don't think it's it's not like Superman, you know, going at the, going across the Earth a couple times and turning back time. I think I think it directly affects Nolan uh, because that's what Arissa wants. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. uh, and as this person with such huge power, I believe I believe she can do that, but she probably can't bring back to life everybody that's died in the past. 10 episodes and then some yeah uh yeah i think that would be just a little too too unexplainable yeah yeah uh, so and maybe she can make amanda be mayor again i don't know but, I don't uh, know. <laughs> but i'm just saying like in in doing that you know she's made the choice to become the weapon mm-hmm. and i'm wondering if she's made the choice between human and votan um or if that is a choice that remains to be seen i think seen. it's a choice that remains to be seen i think she doesn't even know yet what her powers are of this weapon Right. Until we get into the next. We season. don't know. I mean, it's well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I think we'll find out along with her, but I think it's going to be one of those I'm things that, that jump that, in a ravine that, and that bring... she'll, she'll have to come to her terms with this power too. It's yeah. not all known to her yeah. at this very moment. If uh, she survived, well, I'm guessing she survived. I'm guessing she yes. survived. Yeah. Uh, Marissa Serafini, our amazing engineer, has also watched the whole season. Yeah, She's a big she fan. Up. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this show. It's so good. Yeah. I want to know what what you think in 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 activating the Kaziri or jumping in. Did that activate the Kaziri? Is she making the choice between human and Votan? What do you think happened? I think yeah, she made the choice between human because the last word she said before she jumped in was Nolan. Yeah, and so that just reinforced the human aspect that she she wanted to save. So yeah. All right, I I agree mm-hmm. personally. I think I think I think that she chose humans and then ultimately it's going to backfire and there's going to be another pale war and well I, 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 I okay guys fine I have an imagination and my inner child is alive I like hey, it I, I, I like love it, it. I saying, like it I just don't think I just don't think she's made the decision yet and of realizing I think she still has to come to terms that's all I'm saying okay but with that power she was able to bring Nolan back but I don't think the humans are all all the humans who died in the past are revived. Fine, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And Sparky, the well, dog that was alive in episode. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. No Although I will say maybe there's a hope for K9 
Kenya, but it could be another way around it. Like maybe this poison on the bottle was just a castadan thing, and maybe it doesn't totally affect humans. Maybe, maybe Stama thought it would affect a human, but it really doesn't. It just puts her to sleep for a while, and then she comes back. She wakes up. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The the the, the, the po- hey, I can't stretch my imagination too. <laughs> the t- I know. It's just like the touch the touch poison bottle. Ah. Uh, my imagination only stretches so far. <laughs> it's it, it, like I liked that scene. Oh, I love that. It scene. was a very good tense yeah. scene, and they were mm. both really great in it. And I liked that it kind of like that their whole relationship this season. I love that you you can't quite know on the face of it mm-hmm. who's really telling the truth. Yeah, mm. and 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 everybody's motivations. You think you kind of know, and then it ends up being something completely different. Yeah, like last week, it was a completely different kind of feeling that Stama was given out and then it turned around again in this episode so it's just kind of like this back and forth in Kenya as well it's just been a very bizarre relationship to try to keep up with mm. yeah. but I've loved it I loved it I've loved that kind of give I'm and sad. take this. I'm sad to see it that's what I'm saying gone. that's what I'm hoping Kenya will still come I back even though- <laughs> well, for different reasons well hey <laughs> Stama Stama made a point and we don't know if this is if this is her lying again or I think this was actually a yeah. bit of truth well just like you know, it was the first time that I had explored a relationship with someone outside of my Lero, mm-hmm. and it was exhilarating. So maybe, maybe she ain't done having mm-hmm. a little, little fun, fun. You mm-hmm. know, but, and I do think that was the truth. Well, I yeah. do think that was. I, I think the truth. it's the truth too. But why, why go through this whole? Just get her out of town. Get her out of town. You don't have to touch poison her to get her out of town. <laughs> no. She was already on her way out. She was practically on her way out. Yeah. Well. But because she really she it's Castathan law. Yeah, and I think it's she was. Castathan law. I think she was, she, she was. And I think she was rightfully scared. Yeah. If she didn't do, if she had to do what they talk would do. Oh yeah. You know? After so I really do think that it was out of a fear too of like thinking she had to do what she had to do. After he threatened to open her up. Uh, yeah. Gut yeah. her public, alive gut her. in front of everybody. Which like <laughs> he figured that out because they had standing sex, sex and with then their clothes Ken- on. And then yeah. Kenya said said you should keep an eye on her and yeah. he like made a connection wait a second I have standing sex with my prostitute yes, and it was the same way oh my goodness yeah which Stama must have slept with her now yeah which like imagine imagine I mean, if uh, she hadn't slept with Kenya and he made that accusation yeah. and was suddenly like you have to kill Kenya because I think you're getting her sex tips by doing her. <laughs> which is just like if that was what it was yeah. you'd say that was crazy you liked, exactly. you liked what Stama did why don't you let her learn some more first because Maybe. because it's cast to thin law, Nando. <laughs> that's my that's gonna be my answer to everything now too. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't like my answer to it's cast to thin law. Okay. Sorry, what, what? Do you it. don't like pickles on your sandwich? It's cast to thin. <laughs> you law. have to. Yeah, <laughs> can't argue. You can't argue with no. cast to thin law. Hmm. No. I'm I'm wondering about I'm wondering about Nolan and how his character will change from this experience. Um, being dead and then suddenly coming back to life. Like, he's this whole season has been him, you know, he denied for a long time that Arissa even had these visions, mm-hmm. let alone believing in some kind of higher power, especially an alien higher power, mm-hmm. you know. And now that same higher power saved his life. Mm. Well, and I also thought it was interesting that he realized that it happened, too. Yeah. As soon as he got up, he said, Arissa, what did you do? And I thought, first of all, he actually realized that he had died or whatever and come back and then he knew that you know that she had done something so i thought that was kind of interesting too how he automatically had awareness about that he sensed it yeah yeah he sensed it so 
I'm wondering how that's going to play into the beginning of the uh, well, next season as well. When you re- when you you're when you're pretty sure that you've died, yeah, mm-hmm. because you stop breathing mm-hmm. and you know your mouth's full of blood yeah. and you're in extreme pain, and then all of a sudden you wake up where you, you were, and you feel fine, fine. You, I mean, how many? How and she's not there. How many possible? Well, I know, but it's just the fact that he had that realization, right? You know that he knew right away that that it happened. I don't know because it's not like many people can say, "Oh, they've died and come back," and they know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was interesting how he kind of already knew right away. Yeah, yeah, I um, fascinating. So Daytac is now the mayor. We had our mm-hmm. election, which got wrapped up pretty early. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the episode. Do you think he won legitimately, or do you think he wrapped? No. No. No, right? Well, yeah. you know, it, but it was interesting, too, because on two, we, we knew from the episode, uh, last episode, about that, about the fact that, you know, they were stuffing the, the ballot boxes. Yeah. But then even he was saying to Stama, which I thought was interesting, too, about, oh, there's a chance that I might not win this thing. Was he saying that because he really was legitimately concerned? Yes. Mm. That's what I was thinking, like. Well, it's, I think it's just winning was so very important yeah. to him because he he'd put himself out. Like but if he that. thought he was going to have the ballot box, you know, being stuffed and everything, then he knew he was going to win. So I thought it was – I was surprised that he actually said that to Stama. Like, oh, we may not lose. We may not win this thing. I don't, thi- I don't think that he stuffed the ballot boxes. I think that he won legitimately. Well, they were saying – they made it seem yeah. like with Colonel Marsh the week before, remember? And that whole episode made it sound like he was – they were planning to do that. You surely you got they said, some stuff ba- uh, Yeah, they made it sound like he'd already Yeah, but that was, like, that was like an insult. It was like an offhanded comment. Yeah, he set up this, this like, masterful, dirty trick mm-hmm. to get the town on his side. But Which I was think, brilliant. Right. And but why I, isn't that Castathan Law? <laughs> why is it always convenient? Castathan <laughs> Law is very convenient to whatever Daytac wants to do. <laughs> of course it is. That's all I gotta say. Well, it's, <laughs> he's Castathan. It's, he's, <laughs> he's allowed... So it's it's a it's a flexible pliant <laughs> law. Got it. It's a okay. pliable law. I feel the only laws don't disrespect me. That's Castathan law. That's yeah. Castathan law. Right. That's what right it there. comes down to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I no. I think that he he won through legitimate voting practices. He just made sure that every votan in town got out the vote and that they voted for him. And uh, and and he wound up winning. It was, it was relatively close. close. Yeah, a couple relatively hundred, close couple election. Hundred. Yeah, but I was expecting. I mean, I what we talked about last week. I expected basically they were leading us on to believe that he was going to win. Yeah, but I didn't expect it to go as quickly as it did with the direction it went in. Yeah, but now yeah, so now he's mayor and he's killed Colonel Marsh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, after after Colonel Marsh basically said like, "Listen, buddy, you're you're our puppet." Yeah, you realize that, right? He called him an uppity little haint, <laughs> which was like such like clear racism mapping. Yeah, yeah. like the word uppity, especially mm. you know. But he's like, he's like, dude, yeah, we're gonna pay you. You 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 people like money, right? <laughs> you people like money. And like, yeah, haha, we like money. No, I'm the mayor, you dick. <laughs> and uh, you're gonna respect me. And he's and he's like. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and then off camera, uh, Daytac slits his throat yeah. with a letter opener, um, and uh, or some kind of small knife. And Not has a, blood on his hands. No blue knife for the clean. No knife, for yeah. the clean, yeah. uh, old fashioned knife. Yeah, yeah. We don't see what happens when the soldiers reach the uh, the office. Mm-hmm. So the question I think for next season, I mean, E Rep is going to be in charge. Mm-hmm. Is does Daytac's mayorship mean diddly squat? Yes. At this point. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It means nothing now. 
Or, oh, they, yes, it means diddly it, squat. It, yes, okay. it means diddly squat and the fact that it means nothing. Yeah, like, I mean, he that just... The, the, the Earth Republic took over, and yeah. they made that announcement, and now they're in charge. He's accused of murder, yeah. so I agree. And he's, no, he's... So he's not he's even not. a puppet mayor. Mm-mm. Not no. even a puppet mayor. No. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, how they, how do they... It makes uh, no sense. They don't need to, because they made that announcement. They're running the town right now. Well, I mean, they just killed they just killed somebody from EREP. I yeah. mean, I don't think EREP's going to say, we're going to forgive you this, but you have to do what we say. Yeah. No. He, he's already proven that he mm-hmm. gets angered very easily. I know. I'm just remembering... I'm just remembering season three of Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> um, where, like, they kept Gaius Baltar as puppet, you know, ruler... Mm-hmm. Whatever. But yeah, that's right. He didn't murder. Well, because they made the announcement, that's where it made it seem like if they didn't make that announcement, I would have thought there's a chance he's still kind of the puppet. But when they said, it's the uh, E-Republic, we're taking over now. But how interesting that you got Stama killing uh, Kenya Mm -hmm. and then her husband killing uh, Colonel Marshall at the same time, practically. But I think think the question... They're made for each other. Yes, they are. That's what I was saying. They're, They're... their their evilness knows no bounds. Mm-hmm. But I think the question is too is like but what happens did they talk now? I think he's in an internment camp mm-hmm. and when we come upon him he is gaunt, he is angry, <laughs> he is he's like he's he's pushed against the wall, you know, and when he finds his moment, he's going to seize it and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and he eventually becomes a force for good, but it's a strained relationship. <laughs> and then, you know, everyone's waiting for him to dig the knife into everyone's backs and he yes. totally will. So wait, so here's an interesting question then. So Yeah. Here's an so do are we on his side because we were cheering when, when he, he killed, killed the Colonel Marsh, but he still is a dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, but but I do think like kind of what you were saying like as we go into the next season there's a good opportunity for, for all these people that had these Do you really to work think Daytac's going to all of a sudden be a good I'm guy? I'm not saying he's yeah. a good guy, but they're going to work together. Everyone's going to work together okay. to, because yeah. they have a common enemy now of the Earth Republic. All so right. now people that were they're going to try to work together in their own offhanded yeah. until until Daytac becomes a dick again. He'll <laughs> he'll stop being a dick for a little bit. I just like saying that word think, for some I, reason. I think he always will. Be, but he, he just wants to keep Dicking. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He will be, but there'll be a common cause to keep all these people uh, of different, you know, backgrounds to be working together here for a common cause because they have a common enemy. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm going with, too, kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Well, they said in the promo for next season, you know, like, it's a new world, new rules, but next season, we're going to break all the rules. <laughs> you know. The, Even the cast of fan ones. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Cast of fan law thrown cast out the laws. window. <laughs> cast of fan law can go, screw. <laughs> we're putting poison on everything. <laughs> next season. It needs a little more poison in this. Yes. Next season. Yeah. The poison is in the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think Daytax in jail, Stama mm-hmm. in jail. Yeah, Stama. Well, you know what? No one really knows what happened to Kenya. She doesn't have to fess up. They don't have a body. That's true. That's so Stama's probably not in jail. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, because is she going to be in jail because she was in the room when when that's possible they came in, and so now they don't know who you know might have. Oh, I mean, the there's blood all over. There's blood all over Daytag. But she took the knife. Remember, yeah, she took she the did. knife out. What if she? So what? She takes the fall Ooh. for it. She takes the fall because she's a loving wife, and she mm-hmm. thinks, no, you need to remain in play. You need to remain in play uh, to further our evil agenda. Uh, that's interesting. Ooh, that, that is, is interesting. interesting. That, I, you know, that makes sense. So Daytag still becomes mayor. Stama's in jail. I yeah. don't know if he's going to yeah, be mayor that's, though. That's that's kind know. of what I thought that um, Daytag would frame Stama yeah. because he put his bloody hand on his 
on her white and she took, yeah and she took and the she, knife and her fingerprints are on the knife so I mm-hmm. think he'll frame stuff mm. oh man no seriously she's gonna be framed and then he's gonna be working on the outside and he's gonna be the co-leader of the resistance with Rafe <laughs> and then no but seriously and it's gonna be but really see, really cool where everyone's gonna be working <laughs> and they're all to, gonna be fighting, fighting amongst each other together for the common enemy together for the common cause <laughs> guys how are you not this jazzed <laughs> I love when they have to work together because they all hate I know. Each other. That's what's going to be good about it. You have a good setup now. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> let's let's touch on Rafe real quick because we didn't really see him much in this episode. No. Amanda loses the, the election. He drains his drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he goes off to the mines where he is promptly arrested. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he gets shot a couple times. Yep. But he'll survive. Mm-hmm. Doc, you will patch him up. Yep. Um we we never heard from Quentin ever again. No, because he's still out looking for his mom. He's out looking. And Ghost Luke is apparently dead. Once the uh, well, <laughs> Ghost once Luke the is with, got sent with Quentin. Yeah, not that was with the on, his, on his journey. Oh, okay, no, but go- yeah, he's still on his journey. He had to go. Where I forget where was well, he even going? San Francisco to find his mom. or something? To yeah, find but his where mom. was it? I don't even remember. I think it was, it was San Fran. Yeah, yeah, so it takes a while to get over there. So yeah. he's still on his journey. That's true. But I, I would say that. Um, Ghost Luke, can we say Ghost Luke was Urzu? Just that was the form that Urzu took when talking to That's Quentin. quite possible. That is quite possible, theory. yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty Could sure be. that that's, that's what's up, is that was Urzu telling telling him what to do. But yeah, I think we can we can bid, we can give Ghost Luke a final salute. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. But I never know. Never, never know. know. He may sneak back With when the Quentin artifacts, comes back. I think he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I don't know. Gone. Here's another question. So... This ship, we thought at the at the beginning of the season when when we found out you know there was something beneath mm-hmm. defiance and mm-hmm. there was this whole conspiracy, you know we thought that this whole thing was going to get teased out over several seasons, yeah. and we already know about the ship. Mm-hmm. We've been in the ship in the first season, yeah, which is like nuts that they're advancing that plot this far. So I'm wondering, are there more artifacts, and is this ship? Is this ship the end game, or is this ship just the first piece of the puzzle that's going to lead us back to, you know, like how the Pale Wars actually got started when all those when the Votan ships exploded? I think it's like you're saying the the latter. It's going to be the first piece of the puzzle. Yeah. But also, it makes sense now with that whole cave painting because if it's three thousand years old, you're thinking, okay, this is during the caveman type period when that those are the type of drawings that they would do. So now that kind of makes more sense because I kept wondering how that fit in with that whole totally so now that at least is answered a little bit more too totally but yeah i think it's just part of the first yeah first piece to a larger one of the cave paintings we saw it was of three kind of golden Mm -hmm. figures yeah they looked uh like either feminine or like a little Mm bird-like maybe i'm wondering they didn't look like indigenes whatever they they were and i'm wondering are those beings or are those artifacts more artifacts or is it another Votan race that we haven't met yet? I thought it, I thought originally it was oh, more yeah. artifacts. Wasn't there an eighth? Oh no, there was the eighth race, but it was or, gone, right? Well, the the Gulani are made of energy, yeah, but, so but we never get to get to really see them. Yeah, the Gulani are made of energy. We haven't met any of yeah. them yet, mm. and uh, the Volge we haven't seen since the pilot. Which, like, mm-hmm. I'm almost like that's strange. That is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering. What are the Volge up to? Because I guarantee that the Votan Collective, Votanus Collective, they probably have Volge in there. Do they? I, I would. Like, I would think so. Yeah. I wonder if if the Volge talk, 
We've only seen them in my point being no, we've mean, only I... seen them in fighting mode. They're the only me- they're the only Votan race that has existed solely through CGI mm. so mm-hmm. far. So they're not going to necessarily be embodied. Yeah, you're right. I and I think anything's on the table at this point if, you know, if they can talk, if they can do whatever. There's Yeah. Anything's possible. I'm wondering if there are any Volge who are civil, who are people, hmm. who might become a resident of defiance. It's 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 an interesting pr- prospect. We mm-hmm. spent so much time learning about these people and advancing mm-hmm. this uh this ship plot mm-hmm. and the election that we we kind of we haven't really done tons of world building since the first half of the mm-hmm. season. And I'm wondering how we're going to see that expanded in season 2. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah, same here. No, definitely a lot more uh a lot more chances to explore this. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just curious too, kind of going back to Rissa, how she's going to fit into all this too, with this new power structure, mm-hmm. with the Earth Republic and Defiance. How is her powers now all going to fit into this? I'm, right, is she going to be locked up by Erep? Mm-hmm. Is what's the extent of her powers? Mm-hmm. Is she trapped in the ship? Mm. Is she the ship? There's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that we've left up in the air. The the biggest of which. Why did the Votans come here 3,000 years ago in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why did they bury a weapon here, of all things? Mm-hmm. And then when, yeah, and then come back. Yeah. Like, what was that? Yeah. I'm very curious about that, too, now that we know it's been 3,000 years. And is that, was years. that their end game to get to the ship? Yeah. Oh, the reason, well, they were refugees. They were refugees, mm-hmm. that's true. But, yeah. But still, I mean, they were there 3,000 years earlier, and some, at least some of them, the Indigenes, were familiar with right. this mm-hmm. ship. Yes. The Indigenes were familiar with the ship. Um, I, I, my hope next season, we're going to get some Votanus Collective in there, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to give us a nice information dump regarding what the Votans were up to in the days leading up to the uh, the evacuation. Mm-hmm. And what happens to the Needwant now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. I, I think I think that Amanda Rosewater is going to pick up where her sister left off, <laughs> only in some respects. There yes. are some jokes. There's some joke yes. there about politics and yes. prostitutes. There's yes. a lot of jokes there right there. There's a lot you can yeah. go right there. Think about it. So she'll, I, run, she'll run the business side of things. <laughs> yeah, it's a bar just she with can use her prostitutes. Pol- her political experience yeah. to run the uh, business side of things. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's she's sexually liberated. Mm-hmm. Back in episode three, when we were talking about group yes, marriage, marriage. Yeah. sexually liberated, liberated. Yes, okay. You know, maybe she'll, yes, maybe she'll, you know. But hey, explore more of that in the new season. Now there's no Pick up the torch from Kenya. Now there's no, uh, you know, you slept with my sister mm-hmm. drama holding Nolan and Amanda back. That's right. From falling in love. <laughs> That's true. Yay. But in before, and then she can have a little fun at the neat one. Although you have to admit, when Arissa said, I love you to Nolan, that did... Felt creepy. It felt creepy. creepy. I thought the same thing, too. It was a just a little creepy. much. Yeah, so it was, like, oh. No, it was like that story that Grant told us when he was here, when he was talking about the fake script pages uh-huh, that yeah. uh, Mia Kirshner and, uh, and Stephanie Leonidas wrote about how they're totally, they totally, like, have mm-hmm. sex in the pilot. Um... <laughs> It's like, I love you, I love yeah. you too. They l- lower out of frame, mm. making out furiously. What? Okay, well, I'm glad I wasn't the one that thought that moment was a little no, creepy, too. No, it was a little, was a little creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, he had just he had just held his buck-ass naked daughter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. against his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's dying. Right. Yes. 
So, yes. hey, hey, man, she is adopted. Okay. We're, not gonna, we're not going <laughs> yes. down we're that. Not gonna yes. go down we're not going down no. that road. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> shall we move on? Yeah. Let's, um, yeah. Uh, I want to just let's let's just talk um, your your greatest hopes for next season and your your favorite part of this season. Oh, I got some news too. Oh yeah, let's oh, yeah. let's do so news. Some, some news. news. Yeah. yeah, we should do some news. After Buzz TV news. Yeah, so a couple of items. Number one, uh, we, we've hinted at it. We've talked about it to some of our guests, but uh, Defiance was at Comic-Con last year. It was a foregone conclusion they'd be there this year. So uh, over the weekend, they announced officially that Defiance will be uh, having a panel next Friday, Friday, July 19th, at San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, joining the panel will be uh, our, our buddy, yeah. Grant Bowler. Yeah. Uh, also, it'll be Julie Benz, Woo. Stephanie uh, Leonidas, Tony Coran, Jamie Murray, and Jesse Raff, who plays Alex. So all the Tars, uh, we've got Arissa, we've got um, Amanda, mm-hmm. and we've got Nolan. One name left out, which probably leads us to further speculate that she is no more, is Mia Kushner. So yes. it's yeah. no Kenya yeah. is going to be there. Also, Defiance is, uh, if anyone who was down there last year knows that the Hard Rock uh, Cafe got all decked out uh, with Defiance. They had games on mm-hmm. every uh, diner counter and people get to play. So they're doing it again, but apparently it's going to be revamped. It's going to look totally, totally different. Totally, totally new and improved. Is it going to so. look like the Need Want? You know, it'd be really cool if that it would did. be really cool. Yeah, I don't know if they have that great. kind of money. I mean, we haven't seen it yet. There's a picture on Huffington Post. I think they already have the uh, exterior set up. So uh, if you're in San Diego, hey, maybe you want to take a look and see for yourself and see what it is. Uh, also, uh, you might have seen it today. I think they actually showed uh, in the lower thirds when you're watching the finale. But uh, mm-hmm. Tryon and Sci-Fi announced play the game, join the show. Uh, what that means is the top ten, if you have the game and you play the game a lot, this is for you, the top ten arc hunters who complete the who compete uh, complete the most major arc fall events between July 8th and July 30th on the video game of of Defiance, which any big fan knows about the game, mm-hmm. uh, will compete for a chance to have their character, their avatar, written onto the show for season two. So, uh, yeah, so if you uh, need an excuse to play a video game, there you go. That's you a big get one. your character written on the show. It's a good, good so, excuse yeah, to play. Yeah, more information is going to be on the Defiance and the Tryon uh, websites, so you can look more for that. But that's our news. Great. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really quickly before we do uh, predictions for next season and uh, and uh, we wrap up, I just want to mention really quickly um, uh, for those of you who are fans of AfterBuzz TV, uh, you've heard this before, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, it, we love putting out these shows for you. You know, doing this whole season has been an awesome mm-hmm. experience, and and talking with fans has been really amazing. We do this for free, uh, and we at AfterBuzz put out over 60 shows a week, uh, and to do that. We, you know, we sometimes need your help. Uh, Marie Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, who founded After Buzz TV, put out a movie this year called The Adventures of Serial Buddies. It's really, really funny. Uh, it's a great movie packed with uh, celebrity cameos like uh, Artie Lang and Kathy Lee Gifford, Beth Bears from uh, Two Broke Girls, Christopher Lloyd, Henry Winkler, Christopher McDonald, yep. um, mm-hmm. and a bunch of really funny young uh, L.A. comedians who are in it. And uh, it's what, now. 
Yeah. They say it's Dumb and Dumber meets Dexter. Yes. That's what they compare it to. Uh, it's 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 crazy funny, and it's it's super dark if you like twisted humor. It is now available on SerialBuddies.com. Uh, $4.99 to rent, $5.99 to buy. Um, so On it, iTunes, yeah. And it's also on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to get a great movie and support your favorite podcasting station... Uh, please check out Serial Buddy, uh, The Adventures of Serial Buddies, now available online, iTunes and SerialBuddies.com. Now, yep, yep. I want to hear from the two of you what your your biggest hope is for next season before we wrap. Ooh, biggest hope. It's yes. Like your biggest hopes and dreams. I know, Scott. <laughs> is it Nikki Reardon rises oh, from the grave? yes. <laughs> you know. I know. I want her to come back. See, that's what I'm saying. If she could extend her powers there, mm. you know, with Urzu being the weapon, maybe she could bring Mayor Nikki back and all the problems would be solved. <laughs> uh, I could keep dreaming. Yeah. Um, but I do kind of look at what we were saying earlier. I do uh, envision that her powers are it's going to be interesting to see how much she knows when we come back what she does and how she uses these powers for good or, or is she going to have a, a bad side to her now yeah with these new powers as the weapon so i'm very curious to see where she goes in this new season but i do think um like we we're saying we're going to see these factions everyone defiance mm-hmm. working together to rid themselves of this common enemy of the earth republic so it's going to be very interesting fights and things going on between like day talk and you know, Amanda and Nolan, and it's going to be very fascinating to see how they want to play those out, as well as again what her power is going to be. So I'm I'm fascinated to see what they do with the with yeah. all that. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what happens to Amanda because right mm-hmm. now she's a person yes. without a job, and what what position she's going to play in defiance, leader I mean, of the resistance. She really has no mm-hmm. reason to stay other than the fact that maybe once she discovers that her sister is uh, missing mm-hmm. and possibly dead, maybe that'll be her uh, that'll be her motivation for season two to stay in defiance and figure out who did it. That would be the only thing I could think of right now. But I definitely would like to see more. I mean, there are so many different races of the Voltans that we haven't really seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the only ones we really, really know that well are Castafans, the Irafs, and the Indigenes. I mean, we've seen a little bit of the others. We saw a little mm-hmm. bit of the Volge, as we mentioned earlier, but we haven't really gotten much detail, so I would like to see some characters, some, some major characters. Some more sense-off characters. Some more exactly. fleshed out a little more. Yeah, yeah a, a little, little more detail. fleshed out than just, uh, you know, bartender. You know, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we will when everyone yeah. has to come together. I think now that we've established this uh, and we've developed some major characters, mm-hmm. we could start bringing in new ones. And I, mm-hmm. and I really think with E-Rep in charge mm-hmm. that probably gives a uh, more reason for the Voltanus collective to yeah. show up and with that mm-hmm. probably the other Voltan races yeah, yeah um, that's a good point yeah. I agree I agree with both of you uh, personally I love the mythology of this show and the world mm-hmm. I just want to see it expanded I think we're going to get a lot of cool darkness next season everything's going to get way more complicated yes, way I think darker. it's ultimately for the better um, so uh, I just want to thank everybody at home yeah. for a fantastic season it's been a fun of Defiance one. Mm. Um, Scott Moore, where can the people find you? The, the people can find me uh, on the old Twitters at sman80, S-M-A-N-8-0, and uh, here on Sunday nights with uh, True Blood after show. Oh, that's awesome. It's still old. Twitter's always old. Every week you say it's the old Twitter. Yeah, it gets you know. older every week. It, and it does. It just ages every know. week. Just, every, like, you know. just like you. You can, fi- yeah, you can find... <laughs> I get younger every week. Now I feel bad. <laughs> uh, you can find old me on Twitter at Nandovell. <laughs> 
N A N D O V E L. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Under the Dome After Show. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. It's been a great yes, season. We'll see you next year, June 2014. It's All right. been fun engineering. Thank you, yes, thank you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. Yeah. Thank on the you, ones thank and you. twos yes. all season. Oh yeah. So, no, it's been really fun listening to you guys every week. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Season two. We're your biggest fans. Uh Yeah, we are. (laughs) From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.